0: Welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's the podcast where we talk about educational films, caught experimental films, and interesting documentaries. This is Matt here today. Hello, Andrew. Hi. Oh, is that bonjour. A, is, that a, is that a Prince t-shirt? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a glance of the, the artwork there, and I was like, is that Prince? And it is. Okay. sure is,
1: man. I, 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 nice I do,
0: What do I have? I got this pilot suit here. I'm going to um, because it's Halloween, awesome. Halloween week. And uh, I, I have um, at work, I have the pirate costume. I was like, wait a minute. Now I can be a pirate pilot or a pilot pirate, which is oh even God. more horrible in Japan because they mix up their L's and R's. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why you did that. So I, I want it to be like that 30 Rock episode where, um, oh, I forget the, the actress's name, but she's going around telling people she's been in the movie The Rural Juror. and it, R- R- oh, juror, The, juror. the R- Rural Juror. The Juror, yeah. I did see that one, yeah. That must have been one of the early ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was. Uh, today, as as your bonjour indicates, is La Jetée, 1962, French experimental film by Chris Marker. I only just, I, I never knew if Chris Marker meant a man or a woman. I only... I finally found out it was a man, but <laughs> hmm. well, does it matter? It doesn't. I just for years I actually kind of assumed that Chris Mark was a woman for some reason, but that's not the case. Hmm. I always assumed they were a marker. It turns out a human being. Mm. Oh, you it just like a like they drew the movie? I guess like a black marker could do it if it was like sharp enough. Yeah, I like, guess so. literally sharp enough, right? <laughs> because you'd have to etch in all the photography lines yeah
1: no it's a pretty cool ass movie i'd I'd seen it like many
0: years ago many years ago did i get it from you uh sometime maybe shortly after 12 monkeys was released yeah because they um
1: what happened was they put this out on tape right around 12 monkeys time right right it was like um in the tape was one of those old short ones you know it was like a, a dollar to rent it because it was you know only like
0: less than a half an hour <laughs> right yeah now it's on a disc with uh Sun Soleil another Chris Marker film and you can watch the criterion print on YouTube I have the disc but I've watched it on YouTube because it was more convenient <laughs> yeah the criterion channel has two
1: versions they've got the proper one the one that we've all seen the one in english and then they got this alternate french version which uh, the running time is pretty similar so I, I guess it's just the french dub or something which is oh. also probably on
0: youtube i watched in french oops <laughs> oh i could yeah was, um, i assume sorry. that that was the original in the english was probably the
1: dub yeah <laughs> i mean i i don't know um the as i recall logite the tape had white subtitles which meant it was basically impossible
0: to read it <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I, I know I poured over that several times. Um, so I guess could you give the quick synopsis of this without making it sound like you're giving a synopsis of Twelve Monkeys, if possible? I don't know if that's possible.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this the the movie takes place in a in a in a a future where France has just been kind of destroyed, and so these group of uh, scientists uh, underground are um, sending a guy uh, back to um, the past to um, sort of help that from happening. And he develops a relationship uh, with a woman uh, while he is there. That's pretty much the, how, I, how I see the story.
0: Yeah, that pretty much. Although we are missing the... Uh, I, I'm going to finish it today because so far yeah, it's pretty much 12 monkeys, except it's in France. But um, I didn't even pick up on this, Like I guess, back in the day, probably because I just seen 12 monkeys, that he's then sent to the future to get a power source goes Mm -hmm. back to his present the future people say you're a solid guy why don't you come to the future with us?" and he's like no i want to go be with the woman in the past and then he gets killed
1: (laughs) yeah yeah no this is uh well you know they're they're writing a feature-length screenplay based on a 24 minute movie or something like that and so they've got to expand on it although i find the story to logite fairly intriguing on its own and you know, if I was going to remake that, I would just not use a bunch of photos and actually, you know, let the drama play out a little bit more rather than having all that narration. But it is a pretty perfect movie. I mean, you know, I'm a Twilight Zone fan. So of course, Logitea, I really like more than, but I haven't seen 12 Monkeys since it
0: came out. I'm pretty sure. But Yeah. I just watched 12 Monkeys last month. Right. So back to back and then 95, I pretty much walked to watch them back to back. And I love 12 Monkeys, but I, this one has something a little extra, I think. No, oh, it does. I, just, I think I may have just uh,
1: revealed that early. This is my preferred version of the story.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, Twelve Monkeys is more. Twelve Monkeys is more like a movie, I guess you'd watch with people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where okay. this one is like you alone late at night, you know, getting your mind blown like every time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I do. I do think of it as like a, you know. Um, sort of a yeah a, a pre-twilight zone or something like that you yeah.
0: know apparently they could only get the uh, camera for i mean the, the motion picture camera for one afternoon hence the one shot yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah um it is just all still photography very like every shot is good pretty much so it, yeah, yeah it's fantastic stuff so um but yeah uh one thing 'Cause we did twelve monkeys for the other podcast, right? We actually brought on like a virologist to talk about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause that's the big thing. It's clearly a it's clearly a nuclear destruction. Yeah. In this one. So um, you know, that that's a big difference because we're like, oh, you know, these apocalypse films are always like nuclear destruction, which in nineteen sixty two I guess it still was. So Yeah. Yeah. That was there was nobody was thinking
1: virus. <laughs> back then you know right. they just were on the
0: coattails of the atomic age but um yeah as we got into that podcast we we're like oh we probably should have brought her in for dawn of the dead because <laughs> it would have made a lot more that worse would sense have been cause, yeah because it is just like an overlay on 12 monkeys on this basic premise
1: mm-hmm. yeah um, and
0: gosh i would love to hear a virologist talk about dawn of the dead <laughs> instead but, of whatever jagoff you had on there instead You you had the stone guy right? Uh, um, Yeah, Luke was like like I kept making points and then that would sound kind of coherent, but then I trail off and and one of you two would like finish it.
1: (laughs) That's right. Oh, I need to download that one.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of fun. (laughs) But um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, The other one is we're you know the the future present and the Gilliam one is very Gilliam and nihilistic, which that phase is also the same in this one where like maybe even worse because they're just like murderous and in, in his present but then they have this um you know distant future where everyone's like enlightened and has like hindu symbols attached to their third eyes and stuff you know well i mean terry gilliam's gonna make his movie you know it's gonna still be it when it all shakes out a terry gilliam film yeah but here we have the idyllic past the post-apocalyptic horror present in a pristine future somewhere out in the future yeah no it, it really it's really constructed in
1: a very sterling kind of way i feel like to where it's like oh the thing you were thinking was going to be the thing is not the thing you know because i i don't know the first time you saw it did you know that was him that got killed i mean i don't remember how 12 monkeys was if it was fairly plain because didn't bruce willis wear like some sort of a disguise
0: yeah He's like
1: longish dark hair or something.
0: Yeah. So in that one, it's like it's seared into his memory, which is the reason they're sending. No, that's the reason here they're sending him back because it's seared into his memory. Okay. (laughs) Because he's he's pretty much, uh, as far as we can tell in this one, it's him and the assassin that are time traveling. That's it. 12 Monkeys, yeah. you know, they had this whole raft of people that were being sent to various places to, you know, various weirdnesses. But here, yeah, uh-huh. it, like it must have been quite difficult to get the assassin back as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't remember
1: what um, callbacks that Gilliam did for this one, but I feel like the things I remembered from seeing Lajete, which that was also back in 95 or if 96, whatever that was, that they released this tape. I remembered those crazy goggles. I remembered the maxi pads on the eyes. I was like, I remember all of that stuff.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And like a, um, what I, yeah, I put my first note. If you looked at it, was old school airport. This is more imprinted in my mind than the 12 monkeys one. When I think of 12 monkeys, I think of him being on that, on that, you know, airport jetty, right? Jetty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think of Brad Pitt because you remember his early career was mostly marked by him playing really weird dudes
0: yeah no no he's a pretty boy then he played really weird dudes
1: yeah that's true that's true well most of
0: my favorites were like him in this him in california um but yeah that's about 95 on right before i I think he might have done one or two whack films before that but uh he didn't really start doing that i think till 95 um yeah (laughs) let's see Oh, yeah, the the eye shit isn't Gilliam. It's just French, I guess. Although, like, you know, the maxi pads and the eyes. So I like the time machine is what? A hammock and a mine machine, basically, and some drugs. (laughs)
1: Yeah. No, it was great because, you know, so much in science fiction, they're overdoing this, um, you know, the the time machine itself. That's why I liked Primer so much because it was so basic. It's like a cardboard box or something pretty much in some guy's (laughs) garage. I love
0: that. (laughs) <laughs> but and i liked how what did they say it takes 10 weeks for him to travel back in time where he starts to like flicker into the past like it does yeah. not it's not like he just like shows up there it's like you know again it's like entering a dream but over 10 weeks i guess <laughs> yeah
1: but i love the idea that he was chosen because he'd had such a strong visual memory of the
0: past and it didn't go into great detail about how they knew that right um yeah yeah i guess a psychologist or something they had the head experimenter that was a pretty amazing name <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> like well he is experimenting on your head <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah yeah that's why it had a kind of double meaning there um <laughs> one thing that that doesn't work is quite as well and this is the vertigo reference i mean you know in 12 monkeys they just put in vertigo <laughs> yeah and this one it's like i see where they're referencing it but it's not it's not quite as bonk bonk i
1: thought no, it's not as much of a copy paste. As a matter of fact, one could
0: completely miss that, you know, right. if they're not looking for it. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Is that, a, is that, is that worse or better?
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I think it just depends. You know, some people really like their homages kind of on the sleeve of what it is. It somehow makes it like seem more reverent because it's, they took such great, such great pains to reconstruct something. You know, so there's different schools of thought about it. I prefer, like, you know, the Easter egg or the subtle nod. That's kind of my my favorite thing. And when it gets to... I mean, back in '62, this wasn't going to be quite as
0: rote as it would if someone, you know, all the other times they did it after that. Well, I mean, the other, I guess, the thing to compare this to might be Alphaville because that's, I think, yeah, about that's the same really, time.
1: Yeah, that's a really good comparison. Man, I wonder if like. Yeah, because they're both made in the same country, weren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they both have like this really like surreal, trippy feel. Now, Alphaville, you have to make it through that computer talking to you, which is kind of painful. I what still is- like this more. I mean, I just I'm a fan of the compressed story.
1: We, you know, I talked to you about that um, when we talked about um, uh, whatever it was, the Twilight Zone episode that we that we discussed. That's not out yet, um, right? But I just love the economy of storytelling. And it's even more so here because it's a series of photos. So Logitech can be taken apart, you know, as a science fiction uh, picture, uh, you know, a time travel picture, but also I think just as an experimental film, you know, I mean, it's like you said, there was a reason why it's photos and not moving, but the way it's shot, you know, they say to cinematographers, make everything look like a photograph. Like treat every setup like a photo, compose it like a photo. And here they literally have to. <laughs> right. And so it's um I think it's a work of art, even, even
0: if it wasn't so interesting, such a great sci-fi story. Uh, I think it's just a gorgeous sometimes movie. where limitations help. Let's say you did have access to a camera the whole time. Would it be as I mean, like you said, it might be a little more dramatically pulled out, but You know, uh, people think of the past as like, you know, snapshots of the past or whatever. So literally, that's what you get here. (laughs) No,
1: and I'm sure that's how I explained it to people that were like, hey, it's all pictures. Well, if you think about it, memories and photographs, you know, and him having an image burned. I mean, those the shot of the woman standing there uh, that he remembers as a kid. I don't think uh, it would have been I don't think it would have worked as well. If it was a moving image you know she's it's the only a, one
0: that eventually gets a moving image yeah no but that was great that was really awesome you've spoiled it, it. Oh. ah yeah, only two <laughs> seconds of time <laughs> but uh no, no no you we already told people the to plot it's already spoiled man <laughs>
1: true plus 12 monkeys has been out for so long if you've not seen logite it's worth you know 20 some odd minutes of your time but i yeah i don't think i would have liked it as much if it had been drawn out because it would have been longer there's no way that if they'd done this if they'd shot this like a like a proper film that uh it would have been this short and i love it because it is short like everything counts right
0: um one when, when i was trying to figure out if chris mark was male or female i i came across <laughs> a, a an observation on this film, and I, I'm not even sure if they came to a conclusion. But what, what do you think? Um, I, maybe it's a second or third trip they go to a museum, right? Yeah. And it's all like like stuffed giraffes and you know taxidermy and stuff. Like, why mm. didn't they go to a zoo? <laughs> <laughs> they Trouble went to a museum is- where you see a bunch of dead animals, right? where, yeah. you know, they could have gone to the, like, especially for him. It's like, maybe he doesn't even understand the idea that these things were living or something, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, I think it fits, you know, with, uh with the, like if they were to take a car together, I'd want it to be stuck in traffic, you know? What yeah.
0: you? <laughs> well, that's anxiety. what I'm getting at. It's just like, it, it is a good choice, but when you start thinking about it, that, that was an interesting choice to make.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that sometimes happen, like you said, just you know through uh because there's that's the best way that's the only way they had to do it so the limitations create this a uh, creative situation that a, a brilliant mind can then um kind of make work even better than it would have you know they always say like if you had millions of dollars to throw at something then you know it's it's never going to be as creative
0: as it is when you don't have those millions to throw at it you know right uh, another thing in Twelve Monkeys, the romantic relationship is um, really weird. Like, <laughs> like, like it doesn't make sense. And then Bruce Willis does a lot of his like mid '90s cringy stuff. And I don't the- know
1: what, like, what I don't. I seriously don't even remember much of Twelve
0: Monkeys at all. I I, I,
1: I went to see it and I own the tape, but. <laughs>
0: There, there's a scene where he goes to uh, kiss the doctor in a manner similar to the Fifth Element um, Leeloo thing, if okay. you remember that. so That I've seen a billion times, yeah. Yeah, so it had a similar scene of uh, Bruce Willis making un- unwanted advances. <laughs> <But> <laughs> going back to this 1962 <laughs> French film where you'd expect more unwanted advances. To- advances like that um it actually is a more romantic uh relationship
1: yeah oh i love that and that's a great point you know he plays it so cool like it's it's really kind of very sort of innocent feeling you yeah. know um she it, at one point he says that she calls him her ghost because he just sort of appears and disappears um depending on when he's going back in time you know and uh i think like the whole way it feels kind of plays to that because in a still moment, he can be there. And then in the next moment,
0: he can be gone. Because they're not being chased or anything. He actually is just going back and having a relationship with this woman, right? You know, well, Dude,
1: a- you would that would be what, you, what I would do, man, because the future
0: blows. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. In 12 Monkeys, he's been driven <laughs> so mad by time travel. He goes around drooling on himself and kidnaps her. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, why is that going to? turn into a romantic relationship i mean (laughs) another in stockholm syndrome which might be the case in that case but it's not the case here these are two people that are have actually made a connection through like weird sci-fi time travel
1: yeah no it feels it's like really kind of boiled down and i think better because of that because well think of it this way you just use the word cringy on 12 monkeys but logite is retained it's, uh, it's power and it's, it's brilliance are so far longer. I mean, I, I don't find any real fault in, in Logite like that. I mean, it's, it's,
0: uh, it
1: kind of can't be, there's not enough there.
0: Yeah. Um, this is need, almost neither here nor there, but, um, the t-shirt he's wearing when he gets killed at the end, did you notice that? Kind of like me noticing your Prince t-shirt.
1: Uh, I remember him having this t-shirt
0: and i remember that
1: pose which didn't they try to recreate that pose in 12 monkeys
0: i'm pretty sure i mean kind yeah. of like
1: flays back with the arms out yeah but no yeah, i don't I, I don't remember what shirt that he was wearing what
0: was it? i don't i don't either i was just like kind of surprised to see like that kind of print t-shirt in 1962 oh graphic t <laughs> you know I, at one point i think i was trying to read it and i couldn't mm. yeah so it might I have been know, you're right know. though the, yeah the, it wasn't what was on it it's He's wearing a graphic tee in 1962, and I, I guess I don't really know when they start doing those. But I don't know. I mean, figure every
1: little league softball tournament was still having t-shirts. Sorry. Right?
0: Yeah, I'm <laughs> every, just yeah, exactly. Every I'm frat just, party had a t-shirt. That's probably just an eternal thing i was thinking of movies and things. When do we really start seeing T-shirts? You know, some of the hippie films they got like like the striped T-shirts, right? You know, yeah. I, I feel like we start seeing the print ones in the seventies. Probably, yeah, yeah. I gosh, someone, someone in like fashion school probably did a paper on that. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm bouncing back to your um, ghost thing, right? Where she calls him a ghost. And I did notice in my notes, I wrote before that. This movie makes his lady a bit of a specter, like yeah. the other way around, like from his because we are getting his perspective. So she's just as much a ghost from his perspective as uh, he is from hers, really.
1: Well, yeah, though that's 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 a great observation because um, she's, uh, you know, she's a figure from the past. So, you know, she we don't know if she even
0: survived that day. Well, I assume she didn't. I mean, it's again, 12 Monkeys to make clear, not clear, but you can pretty much assume that the doctor does not survive the uh viral apocalypse yeah but, yeah um i was thinking of other movies that have any kind of time travel like this i guess uh, you mentioned a little mentioned primer which kind of has it it made me i guess maybe because he's lying down and stuff it made me think of uh, days of future past uh you know movie yeah book version a little bit too yeah no the the
1: um the proper version where it's her that goes back in time and not Wolverine. Right. That was exactly. kind of dumb. I don't, I yeah. mean, I knew he was the star, but that was a bit disappointing after having, right. you know, uh, <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. Um, well, I don't know how often I've mentioned time crimes on the show, but time crimes is one that's very similarly low fi. I mean, it all takes place within what seems like a quarter mile, you know? Um, and um, in that one, The guy, the time machine is just kind of like this little shack or whatever. And he only goes back, I think, about
0: 30 minutes every time. Um, I just, I didn't realize he's existed until last Wednesday. So I just watched the uh, 2015 Netflix uh, with Bob and David, Mr. Show sort of things. Mm hmm. So I was just I was highly amused by the first episode where they come out of their time machine. And they're like, yeah, but you guys age as much as we did. So so you guys were just in a box for 17 years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've I've got a time travel script, but it's, you know, I, we obviously have our original time travel films of our own to contend with in terms of like, you know, the legacy. So yeah. I've really got to think, well, you know, how I'm am I'm, I'm up against got the time in terms of time travel and continuity. Yeah. We were our hybrid um back to the future terminator.
0: I guess this would be a similarly a smelly version of time travel. He, yeah. Yeah. Because Like crapping himself the whole time. That's how that's how you travel through time. You're crapping yourself. <laughs> you get
1: you get to the past and they're like yeah this guy's from the future smelling <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: the other one i i like it, uh, sketch comedy wise is uh the upright citizens brigade where it's at a party and the guy's like don't you want to come to my time machine and he keeps coming out he's like in like M year or something <laughs> 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 you tricked
1: me <laughs> my f- favorite time travel movies now that i think of it is the happy death day movies have you heard of these i have not yeah they're they're um they're they're compared to um groundhog day because the person keeps experiencing the same day but you really got to watch them both because in the second one they find out why it was happening to her and it's a really more of a real genius type movie so they're like the the, they're so they're like slasher sci-fi comedies they're just brilliant i don't think anyone gives them the attention that they deserve probably because the advertising was terrible but uh (laughs) man are they great and this is yeah this is one where they you know the same day repeats or whatever but once they get into the mechanics of how it works um you find
0: out that yeah it's a similar like very lo-fi accident (laughs) that's doing it yeah what's the the other one um what is the name of it it's a it's an uh, anime actually um loosely based on the bizarre john teeter story are you familiar with john teeter
1: yeah i am and i right before you said that i could see the poster of the movie that you're talking about And now i completely blanked on it but it's not um it's not paprika is it
0: no it's not it
1: might be the same that's the one that they made in the inception copied crap
0: Anyway, any listeners screaming at us the name of us right now, maybe, you know, text it <laughs> way or something.
1: <laughs> Sorry, man. You get, I get one memory coming back and it turns out it wasn't burned in so well.
0: And it was a picture because that's what the past is. <laughs> that's right. Oh, pictures rolling it back so um (laughs) yeah but especially yeah like you said it's it's like the fringe twilight zone and really is one of the better time travel uh film experiences you're you're going to come across
1: yeah it is because you know it's pretty free of cliche because there was no precedent for making stuff like this you know other than in literature so um given that it's just I mean, I would call it very kind of like a pioneering sort of film. And I don't know how widely it was seen in its day outside of uh, France or even within. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, to me, this is like, you know, if it doesn't pop up on classic sci-fi uh, discussions, uh, when you're talking about the ones that sort of set the blueprint for stuff, I think um, someone definitely needs to do their homework. Because, I, yeah, I'm like you, man. I, I, I do like 12 Monkeys, and I would like to rewatch sometime. I'm just not a huge Terry Gilliam fan, but like uh as as in the person <laughs> but i i um, yeah, I loved watching that again. it's it's I think I like it even more now than I did then,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, you do photos and things for years, you know, and you start to really, whoa, this is actually is like insanely well done, yeah, yeah, no, it's super super competent and uh, i you know, visionary, I would say also. But you're a man of moving pictures, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but this made me want to try one like this.
0: You know that 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 was me leading you to your plug, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I I know. I'm just saying. uh, Yeah, no, I time travel. Got to do it sometime. Anyway, so my friends and I make movies, and we've been doing it for the last twenty years. It's our anniversary. We're having our anniversary show here in Athens, Georgia, November twelfth and thirteenth at Athens Ciné on Hancock, Hancock Avenue. And you can also catch it on the 14th on the Gonzerific YouTube channel, G-O-N-Z-O-R-I-F-F-I-C. And uh, I guess
0: I'll stream around like 8.30, 9.00 PM, something like that. Eastern Standard Time. I was just thinking, I actually possibly a little bit um, inspired by this film and also due to limitations of uh, pre having an iPhone or anything, video stuff. Um, hmm. The album, uh, so I'll make this my plug for today, I guess. Um, I did an yeah. album, The Amorphous Affinity, and we put together a video for it, but we just didn't have like ways to shoot video. So it is actually a bunch of still photos uh, put together for the most part. <laughs> that's awesome man so, um and that was because of necessity um uh, but mostly the uh, scott the other guy's photos but i think a few of mine ended up in there as well so um, i've seen it right it's on the youtube channel isn't it yeah so that's that's what i'm plugging um i guess you would just look up Texas, the amorphous affinity try try the best you can to spell it i guess <laughs> you can work it out people <laughs> yeah work it out this is oral hygiene we are on facebook we're on twitter you're listening to us on whatever podcast thing you listen to so keep on listening and send us some comments so uh, i have been getting a few more comments in recently so that's kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> okay so are you ready to be to lie in a hammock for 10 weeks with maxi pads on your um eyelids to go back to the future shit that's the way i want to do it That's how Doc Brown should have done it. I mean, he was supposed to be crazy. (laughs) Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.